0: I think it's that whole kind of um, release of control, right? So I I joke with my friends that it's it's like I'm handing God the baton and I'm like, here you go. You can take it. And then Mm -hmm. I don't release my grip.
1: Hello, hello, welcome back to another episode of Sunday at Sunset, a podcast of intentional conversations about Jesus, life, career, or whatever else is thrown at us. On this episode today, we have Rachel with us. Rachel, welcome to the
0: podcast. Hi, Melissa. Thanks for having me. It's so exciting. Like, this is my first time being on a podcast. (laughs) It's very exciting. And y'all, you have a great host, so.
1: too kind, too kind. Uh, Rachel are you able to tell us a little bit about who you are and what you've been up to the, for the past
0: little while? Yeah of course. Um, so I'm I'm 25 years old, uh, a daughter of God. I r- was raised in the suburbs of Vancouver. I'm an Enneagram 6 and currently I am a brand photographer so that's kind of exciting and Melissa's asked me to kind of talk more about that. So you'll hear more about how, like, what is a brand photographer and, like, how the heck I got here.
1: That's awesome. And, Rachel, where was the best sunset you've seen? Ooh. I think
0: hands down has to be from Panorama Ridge in (gasps) Garibaldi.
1: Uh, I think it was,
0: must have been three years ago. I went on a backpacking camping trip with my dad and a few friends. And on the first day, we climbed up to the ridge for sunset. We like had our dinner there. We watched the sunset and like the Alpenglow on the mountaintops. And then as we were hiking down, we turn around and it's just black tusk right in front of us. And the sky was like cherry red. I have a picture of it. It was amazing. Definitely one of like the most memorable sunsets. Wow, that sounds like a dream. Can you take me? <laughs> uh yeah, I've I've done Panorama Ridge so many times just because it, I love it so much. The view is spectacular even though it's so popular and mm. like kind of that cliché like BC hiking mm-hmm. spot. It's just like, God's creation from that vantage point is A+. plus.
1: Yeah. I've always wanted to go, but I feel like the hike might, you know, ruin me a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, admittedly, it's not easy. It's not short. Mm. Uh, but it's one of those, you'll just, you can just lie in bed the next day, like, you're physically dead, but your soul will be alive. Yeah.
1: People usually, like, camp up there, hey? The um, so there's
0: there's two different campsites, and it's actually not like at Panorama Ridge. There's one at the lake level, and that's like the easiest one to get to. And then there's one a little further up in the meadows. Um, and if you're going to try and get to Panorama Ridge or Black Tusk, the meadows is a nice spot to camp at just because it's a little closer. Um, mm-hmm. But there's not that much to see because you're kind of like at this plateau um, between the peaks um, but yeah it's just the spot to like rest your head so you don't have to like you know go up and down in a day because if you did that I did that the first time and it, yeah we wow. just started like 7 a.m sharp and like marched to the top of panorama and then you know we soaked it in for like half an hour and then we had to like march back down because it's a long trek and so it was like a full eight hour day like wow. oh, non-stop moving so after I started getting into like backpacking I yeah you have to carry a lot more gear but it's just much slower of a pace and you don't have to worry about like oh my gosh I have to like scramble down this mountain before the sun mm-hmm. sets um, because hiking in the dark is not very fun yeah that's fair um I guess in the
1: beginning, Rachel, you talked a little bit about brand photography. Can you tell us a little
0: more and like, how were you called to it? So a brand photographer is someone who specializes in taking photos for different companies or businesses. And it's kind of like for marketing. And I think the most common way you'll see photos used is on social media. Right. So, you know, companies maybe don't have someone or don't need someone on their team to always be taking photos. So they have like, they contract like a brand photographer to help them do that kind of work. So that's the kind of photography I do. Um, I know when people say photographer, the the idea of like a wedding photographer mm-hmm. or like portrait photography is kind of what people assume. Um, but there's actually so many different types of photographers out there. So. I focus mainly on working with small local businesses, um, and a lot of the work I do is like food-related. So it's a lot of fun because I get to eat whatever I shoot. That's so (laughs) awesome! Try products, yeah. Um, And how was I called? Oh, this is a. I got to backtrack a solid eight years, maybe. Wow! Because remind me
1: again, you. Study something completely different in university right
0: yeah so I got about ba- I have a bachelor's in food nutrition and health um, because I wanted to become a dietitian and then after my second year I realized I didn't really resonate with um, like the whole Canada food guide and just kind of the nutrition standpoints that dieticians have to work from so I was like okay I'm not going to pursue that kind of professional degree I'm just going to finish up this general nutrition one and then just see how it goes I still very much enjoy um, nutrition and learning about health and it was very fascinating for me and I did love the program I love my faculty Um, but then once I left university it was very hard to find a job without like a if you're not a registered dietitian or you're not a certified nutritionist there's not much you can do Mm. um so that's where I guess I have to backtrack to give some backstory about how so why did I like end up being a photographer (laughs) so in in grade 12 wow that's far kind of yeah yeah in hindsight, yes, yeah, quite a long time ago. In my head, I still remember it very clearly. Mm-hmm. Cause I had such a blast in high school. So in hi- in grade twelve, my best friend and I decided we wanted to start a food blog. So we yeah, we picked a domain name, we set up a website, and we started posting recipes for whatever we would make because both of us loved being in the kitchen. We loved reading other people's food blogs. So it was kind of like Um, us playing pretend and having our own little food blog. And of course, if you make something, you have to take a picture of it or else people like don't know how reputable your recipe is or don't know what it's supposed to look like at the end. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So I kind of just picked up my dad's camera and literally put it on auto everything and just snapped pictures of food. I, no, actually, I started with my very, very, very old cell phone. I think Ooh. it must have been a Samsung Galaxy S2. What did those even look like? They're filtered. <laughs> They're filtered and quite great. Yeah. Um, but I had so much fun. Like, there's something just so fun about trying to make your food look nice, and then, like, posting it on the internet (laughs) and sharing with people like hey this is what I made. Um so in a way I didn't I didn't take up photography as like a profession like I'm going to be a professional. It was just I made something. I need to show people what it looks like. Um I had no editing skills. A lot of times it was just like let me just pick a the best Instagram filter because back then you couldn't even adjust the Instagram filters. It was just like hardcore Hudson. (laughs) So <laughs> like, you just put it on? Like, yeah, and like it's just all HDR or something. Um, but I was very lucky that my dad is a hobby photographer, so he he picked up photography when he was in university. So he's always just kind of loved treating himself by buying mm-hmm. camera gear. So I got a mooch off of all his camera gear, even though That's I didn't so know how awesome. to use it. Yeah. I didn't know how to use it, but. Um, I would just, yeah, I started off with auto-everything. And then um, we, the blog has been up and running for seven years now. Is it still running? It is.
1: Rachel, what is the name of your blog?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been like dead for a year, but our blog is radiantrachels.com. My best friend's name is also Rachel, so that was the name we went with. And actually, when we got to university, that is how people addressed us as
1: Radiant the, Rachels.
0: the Radiant Rachel. So um, it was kind of cute because people, we, we wouldn't know these other students, but they would know of us because so-and-so, like someone that we did know, told their friends that, hey, I have a classmate that runs a blog, it's so cool um we it was just totally like a hobby blog but it was funny that people actually thought it was like fun to read and stuff (laughs) Mm -hmm. but anyways uh over the six over the seven years I guess it's technically six because the past year we haven't done anything on the blog but over the six years that we've been running the blog and uploading content and stuff like I've just slowly learned how to take better photos how to edit photos and I would you know, learn to use different gear, I ended up learning how to shoot on manual, I learned how to use different Mm -hmm. lenses, I learned how to use Lightroom, and all of this literally by trial and error, or YouTube, or Google. Um, And just a lot of practice because our goal would be to upload a recipe every week. So Mm -hmm. it was like a weekly exercise of, you know, shooting different subjects in different lightings and different styles. Um, So just all that experience really helped me get confident about my photography skills. Um, And we actually did end up working with a few companies as a food blog because oftentimes companies will want to send you product or get you to create a recipe using their product. Um, So I did some branded work while I was a blogger and all those different connections that I made through being a blogger actually really helped me start building my clientele when I launched my own photography business at the beginning of the pandemic. (laughs) So all those connections that I made through Radiant Rachel's, those people were my first few photography clients as a, as like a self branded brand photographer um so now i have my own little business it's just called photography by rachel young um but yeah like that's that's how business works is you make a real you create a relationship and you expand your network and those are the people that will like trust you because they've seen your work before they know who you are so it was just really cool to see those clients want to work with me again and yeah so that's kind of how I built my photography skills Um, but I actually never imagined myself to be a photographer and like to call myself like oh this is my main job really how so because your dad was really
1: into it too hey
0: I, he's like a hobbyist. So, you know, when you go traveling, he'll always want to take like that family photo. Or he, he loves taking landscape pictures. So, loves so like nature going, and stuff. Exactly. Um, so, that's kind of his area of interest. Um, yeah. Um, that's so awesome.
1: I love uh, you guys. You should really go check out her
0: Instagram.
1: Can you repeat it for us again?
0: Oh, my Instagram handle is Rachel Leung Photo.
1: Rachel Leung Photo. Mm -hmm. Um, No, it's so cool to see all the pictures that she's taking, especially the ones that have
0: just delicious food uh, (laughs) shot in the best everything. Um, Yeah, food photography is, again, it was just kind of natural because when you're a food blogger, that's all you shoot. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's just something I have the most experience in. And so, therefore, I am the most confident in it. Um, So, yeah. And, again, perks are that you get to eat it afterwards. Uh, That's awesome. Um,
1: Yeah, Rachel. How – I guess going through that journey of becoming, if that's the right word, um, a brand photographer, um, how did you – experience God in a way that, like, as you transitioned out of university and graduating, um, how how did you make that transition into being self-employed rather than, oh, I need to look for a job that is something to do with my major?
0: It was honestly not planned at all. And it's just a testament to God's perfect timing. Because for a year and a half after i graduated i just worked odd jobs um everything from scooping ice cream on a driving a food truck um working at a grocery store for minimum wage i kind of just tried to i tried to find like a full-time job but like i said earlier without a certificate or without being a registered dietitian there's not a lot of jobs where you can go in and be, hey, I, I am knowledgeable in nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, they companies need to see that kind of certification and that specialization, even though you're like, I have a, I, I have a whole degree. I studied mm-hmm. for four or five years yeah. um, on nutrition, but they need that piece of paper. Um, and so how the story goes is I went on a trip to Paris, march 2020 literally came home three days before bc shut down because of covid and so because i had just come back from europe um i was working at a grocery store at the time and so they were like oh like i i think you need to quarantine and i I was like (laughs) i think so too (laughs) yeah so you know i it was supposed to be a two-week quarantine and then halfway through my quarantine, everything just shut down. Um, and, and I was thinking I was, I didn't like that job. It was just kind of like a placeholder, you know, I got to do something while I look for a proper full-time job. Um, and again, I was being paid minimum wage, so I was severely underemployed. Mm -hmm. at the time and I was just not happy about that I thought like you know it's it's been over a year since I graduated why can't I find a more suitable position and during quarantine it was supposed to be two weeks and then it ended up being like TBD I'm just going to quarantine forever apparently because I can't even leave (laughs) my house I can't even go grocery (laughs) shopping much less work at the grocery store Mm -hmm. um They did ask me to come back, but after, you know, sitting at home for like two weeks and thinking about it, honestly, at that time, I was kind of scared of COVID because there was just still so much unknown at the time. Like it was back when, you know, we don't even know if, if a mask works, what kind of mask, there's just all these different theories floating around. So I told my boss, I was like, Hey, I'm really not comfortable with coming back to work. In fact, I am just going to quit now. (laughs) And so I was like, okay, now I have no job and I can't even leave the house. What can I do? And I have a lot of, I have a lot of very supportive friends. And so they were like, they've always kind of told me like, you could totally be a photographer. Like you can like charge people more money and, you can actually do this. Um like or I my friends would be like, I think you can do this. So I was like, yeah, what do I have to lose? Like I'm just sitting at home anyways. Let me just make a website. I'll make a separate Instagram account just so that I'm not like flooding my friends with random food photos or like photos of mountains and stuff. So I was just like I think it's a it's about time that I separate like my personal like kind of photo diary with work like photography work that i'm actually proud of yeah so i did that made a website um and yeah i was like i don't really have any startup costs i already have gear i get to mooch off of and i think the benefit of this happening so like after a period of time after graduating is like I had saved up a bit of money from the random part-time jobs I've had throughout universities so I actually had money to invest in like making a website and stuff like that and I hadn't even finished setting up my like my contracts and like figuring out how to actually set up a business and I don't actually even remember how this person got my info. I might have, like, followed some account on Instagram that's, like, a hub to connect photographers with people who are wanting to hire photographers. And so I got an email in, like, early April being like, hey, I know it's COVID, but we have this one influencer um in your area that's like really desperately needing a photographer, like mm-hmm. do you wanna do it? And I was like, wow, wow I just got served <laughs> my first client on a silver platter. Um so from then I was like, oh like this this might work. So I just started reaching out to people that I had made a connection with like through food blogging and I was like, hey like I launched my own like photo business um you know i'm as a as a like soft launch i want to offer you like a pay what you can kind of photo shoot um that's so awesome yeah just like cuz i know it's covid i just want to support you um but i know you might not have the budget so you just pay me whatever you want and that was kind of like my intro deal and honestly i was not ser- expecting anybody to reply um but i got a few replies <gasps> And so, yeah, just the whole God, God's timing is just, it's wild. You know, like you think everyone else is losing jobs. Like when the pandemic started here, I'm like, oh, like this is my chance to like give it a shot quite literally. Like I have nothing else to do and this is something I can do from home because if I'm not like having an actual portrait, photo shoot with someone it's just product I can do it in my house I don't have to go outside so it was just it just all worked out so well
1: that's so awesome and I guess during your so you launched 2020 what Mm. month exactly April April wow that's quick after like everything shut down hey
0: yeah I remember everything shut down March 17th 2020 it was the day right after my birthday, so I had my fun on my birthday, and then I think by the evening, there was like all these news articles being like, oh. you know, starting tomorrow, you can't leave your house, and we're like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: and throughout the past year, I guess, wow, we're currently, as we are recording, we are in March, um, hmm. so it's been a year since, Five, yeah, it shut down, and almost a year since you've launched your. Business, uh, what would you say has been the biggest Jesus moment thus far?
0: I mean, he, I've seen Jesus show up so many times in this business so far. And I think the most frequently reoccurring one is just every time that I'm like, well, I have no more clients. I don't have any work in the foreseeable future. And then he literally serves me another client on a silver platter. And I'm like, oh, like, you know, uh, some cold email I sent two, three months ago has, like, come to fruition. (laughs) So it's just, it's, you know, of course there's months where I'm busier and months where it's, like, pretty dead. But, like, overall, there's always a very steady trickle of work to do and I'm not self-sustaining yet or anything but it's just I'm so thankful that like Jesus has my back and he's just he's looking out for the opportunities for me like I don't even know where to look and he's like well this person seems to need your your um skills and expertise let me uh, connect you to." that's
1: so great it's so encouraging to hear how faithful you are to just, yeah, just living your post grad life and taking on whatever God throws at you.
0: Oh, it's not um, easy at all. Like, I'm a type of person who really needs, like, love certainty. I mm. like planning ahead. So, the whole pandemic and whole, like, running this business is really a test of, like, surrender. Because Mm -hmm. I can't, I can't control everything. There's just, like, the situation outside my house is uncontrollable. How, like, this business runs is uncontrollable. So everything is just, like, you know, I, even if I want to have that control, I actually can't. So the only thing I can do is just be, like, God, all yours. Like, Jesus, take the wheel. Mm -hmm. So good. Um,
1: At any point while you were, I guess, like discerning or planning out the logistics of your business, I guess last March, um, was there any point where you were fearful or you were anxious about, you know, throwing yourself into this big world, but not having something good come out of
0: it in a way? Um, Oh, I'm like anxious about everything. (laughs) My friends will tell you that. Um, there's one thing, cause the whole, the whole process of setting up was like quite a headache because it was like, there's, there was so much to do yet. I didn't know where to begin Mm -hmm. and I have this tendency to want everything to be perfect before I launch, but you know, being served that first being offered that first client job, I literally had, I think I had two days to prep for it. Wow. and I was like my like my website is still not really finished I don't have contracts I literally was like hustling like for like a whole day just typing up a contract just for this client because mm-hmm. I was like I like I wasn't even there yet but the shoot is in two days I need to mm-hmm. spit something out to at least appear professional because that was I think that was my biggest fear is like i even now I I don't feel like a professional. I still kind of feel like a phony, like I'm just a pretend professional. Um just fake it till you make it is that it. the term phony? I don't know. It's <laughs> just my whole my whole like academic career has been like just fake it till you make it. Like I'm not actually that smart but I'll just you know fake it till I pass. Um <laughs> so that's how I kind of feel as a photographer, especially when I first launched is I worried that, you know, I was putting myself out there as, hey, I'm a professional, but then I was worried that I wouldn't be able to produce that kind of quality work every time. Um, so it's still one of my fears now. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's one of those things. It's like exposure therapy. The more you do it, the less scary it gets. Um, so, yeah. Sounds great.
1: Um, how do you think your relationship with the Lord has grown since you launched a year ago now?
0: I think it's that whole kind of um, release of control, right? So, I, I joke with my friends that it's, it's like I'm handing God the baton and I'm like, here you go, you can take it. And then mm-hmm. I don't release my grip. <laughs> <laughs> like gonna i stay up like him. all yours yeah all yours all yours but i'm just still like grasping it hard like yeah. i i want to let go but i kind of can't mm-hmm. so it's just kind of this like constant tug of war with god even though i'm like i i know in my head and i try and like verbalize it and i'm just like he, he can handle it better than i can but there are days where it's like a struggle to fully kind of release that control and again like I said earlier with starting a business and starting a business in a pandemic there's literally nothing I can grasp onto so it's just like really forced me to rely and lean on God 120% and I think that has made our relationship so much closer and i I feel much more like connected to God because it's like he's my business partner. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's, it's just gotten, it's just helped me get a lot closer and kind of maintain this like constant connection with him instead of just, you know, it's only a Sunday thing or it's only, you know, friday night thing or whenever you normally have like some type of church Mm -hmm. gathering or activity it's just this ongoing like conversation with him
1: yeah that's so awesome um yeah i guess i had one last question for you today Mm -hmm. Um, what is one piece of advice um you have for somebody let's say they are wanting to start a business or they are leaning towards maybe, you know, self-employing themselves or, um, yeah, like what would
0: be something you can, I guess, encourage them with? Um, I think one thing that I always challenge people when they have a dream or they feel like God's giving them a calling, is that you can't fulfill your calling in your comfort zone. Amen. So yeah. <laughs> and it's like Melissa and this podcast. When she told me she wanted to start a podcast, I was mm. like, yes, girl, yes, you have to try. Um, there's going to be so much. You're like, I don't know how to do this, but I don't know how to do that. Someone's going to know. There's Google. And like God will reveal the next step. Like He's not going to show you the whole blueprint, and He's not going to show you an extensive plan, but He'll be kind enough to show you the next step. And but the thing is, like the taking the first step, you ha- is going to take you outside of the comfort your comfort zone, and that's how you build character. Like, in how God builds your character. And so there's a lot of, it doesn't matter how old you are, there's a lot to, like, learn. Mm-hmm. And so I think you can only truly, like, reach greatness if you push yourself beyond what you already know you're capable of, right? Because in your comfort zone, it's just, like, it, it's just fine. But if you want to be great, you really have to challenge yourself Mm -hmm. and God's going to challenge you and it's not going to be easy, but he will give you the resources and the people and like the knowledge and the wisdom to complete whatever the next step is. Um, yeah, it's hella scary, but it's just nothing good comes from just sitting on your bum. (laughs) So true. Well, thank you
1: so much, Rachel, for your time today and just how much truth you, you've spoken through your experience and, yeah, the way that you, I guess, was obedient to your calling. Um, after coming home from Europe, I remember seeing those pictures on your instagram i was like wow
0: <laughs> wait our school is shutting down where is she <laughs> yeah i'm i'm still on some random park bench eating a croissant <laughs> good times it was it was such a good time
1: oh so good
0: well, and thanks I for hope, having me
1: yeah i hope you come back for part two because that would be incredible Oh my gosh, yes. If I get invited, I
0: will definitely come. (laughs) You are (laughs) ready.
1: But before you go, I wanted to just ask for your um, Brown Photography Instagram again and your website if you want to repeat it for us. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at Rachel Young Photo. And my website is rachelyoungphoto.ca because we love Canadian companies.
1: We love Canadian companies and for everybody listening thank you guys so much for tuning in today and as always uh, we love you and we will see you next Sunday same time same place Sundays at sunset